don't know if I really love this decision. Over the middle, got his man, and look at him go! Jalen Waddle for the touchdown! Welcome to Inside Leverage, your gateway to the fascinating realm of the Miami Dolphins. Join us as we delve deep into the team's dynamic Super Bowl journey. We invite you to share your most scorching takes, unwind, and relish in our captivating Welcome back, Fins fans, to Miami Dolphins Inside Leverage, exclusively on the Fans First Sports Network. We are here today after the Christmas holiday. Hopefully, everybody had a good holiday weekend. Santa brought everything that their heart desired. Everybody celebrated a incredible Dolphins win over the Dallas Cowboys. Let's start with Wally. Wally, what you what you see in this uh, Dolphins uh, Cowboys matchup? Hey, man, first and foremost, hey, man, happy holidays to you peoples, man, whatever you guys celebrate. I hope you guys had a good time with your families. But, yeah, fins for the win. Oh, it's a great victory. We just, you do what you're supposed to do. You have five field goals from a, a kicker that everybody casted out. I, I was part of the everybody. He had a great game. The defense showed up. Offense played what they had to do. They didn't turn the ball over. You play. That's that's playoff football. In a, in a playoff environment, you you rolled out what your 12 or 15 different lineup in the offensive line against – Arguably one of the top dog pass rushers, and he had half a sack. Come on, man! We had it was a great game. I, I love what, what we saw from the guys, and I'm looking forward to what we got going on, what we got moving forward. Not only is it Fins for the win, but Fins are in the playoffs, and that's the that's the biggest thing. Eleven wins is what it needs to be for us to get there to put a playoff berth for the Fins, and now we are finally here. The next step, we'll soon talk about that, but I'm very excited. We got the dub. Great, great game. A tough game. Playoffs, baby. Yeah, Dolphins are in the driver's seat. We, we, we are in control of our destiny. We have been in control of our destiny. The, they, the boys did exactly what they needed to do out there against the Cowboys, against a team above 500 in December. Things they said we couldn't do, we were able to go out there and get done. And we still got more things on the list to knock off. But super proud of this team and everything they were able to accomplish. Huge, huge win at home over uh, and give everyone a great Christmas. Let me start. This is your guy, French. Let me start by talking about the atmosphere prior to the game. It was electric. You had play. It, when I tell you a playoff atmosphere, because the Cowboy fans showed up. And from what I heard from how it looked on TV, it might have looked like a 50-50 split, maybe a 60-40 split, depending on how inebriated you were prior to that game. But what I <laughs> will tell you from the tailgate it was electric everybody was jacked up going into that stadium and the Dolphin fans felt uh the Dolphin players felt it on some of them drives because the Cowboys fans showed up so I, I couldn't have asked 
for a, a better game from this team. We're going to call this the Jason Sanders game again. Listen, Jason Sanders always doing it. Listen, this this, this guy here, man, we, we'll, we'll talk about him in a moment. But from the atmosphere to the fans to, to, to just the, the feeling of excitement, guys, it, it was a great game. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what these guys have in store next. What I will say, when we talk about game ball, game ball, who do I give my game ball on offense? I'll do my game ball. I'm going to give that to my guy Jason Sanders because he had the leg kicking the offense right all the way. How was it, five five field goals in that game? Listen, my guy. And not, not wait, did they say my guy couldn't kick from 50? How many he had from 50? He had a 50 yarder, a 53 yard. And what was the longest? I think it was uh, let 57, me, let me, I believe. 57 yes. yards. Listen, that guy, offense, game ball. On defense, I'm going to give that to my guy, Zach Sealer. I've been on the Zach Sealer train all season, guys, and it is not stopping. We got two more stops. Two, two. Ah, man. This this, this guy, is, this, he's just talk. It's talk word. I mean, Wally, at some point, just let me know how many um, sacks uh, Sealer has. That's the thing. I will give my game ball to Zach Sealer. I will give my game ball to Zach Sealer. I think Zach Sealer did a great job. And I'll give another uh, game ball on defense, AVG. AVG has taken that next step to elite. I I said it elite. And on offense, I'm gonna give it. You know what? I'm gonna give it to uh, the offensive line. I, no, no, Kendall Lamb, baby. Okay. Kendall Lamb, baby. Enough said. Don't even. I'm not even giving no context. Kendall Lamb. Yeah, game balls for me are gonna go to Bradley Chubb defensively for what he was able to do. I, I think Chubb is, is probably the hottest pass rusher in the NFL right now. He's playing on another level ever since he made that mistake. And, and uh, Tennessee, bro, like, he he's really shown up. What well, was in Miami, but against Tennessee. I mean, Chad, Chad you're 100% right. Bradley Chubb is the hottest pass rusher in the NFL right now. What he's doing in combination with what you're saying, mechanic, AVG, what these guys are doing off the edge, and what we're also getting from the penetration of Christian Wilkins and Zach Sealer, guys, th- this defensive line is really turning out to be kind of everything we embodied or everything that we thought and everything we were told we will be seeing from the Vic Fangio defense. What 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 are, what are some of the other, you know, who else would y'all give a game ball to? I mean, if you let me get my, my point across as I'm patiently waiting, uh, you guys are going with these nice, cute names, and I'm going to go with these unsung heroes, guys that you know what I'm saying? They stepped up to the plate and nobody's talking about. I'm going to give a game about a T-Stead. T-Stead manhandled Micah. Like, he absolutely manhandled him. Like, those stats won't show up. But that that peace of mind that that, that Tua had and the coaching staff had, it was, it was intense. I loved it. And on defense, I'm going to give it to the guy that just we just signed, picked him out the streets. And when Bradley Chubb got banged up, guess who, who stepped up? My boy Melvin Ingram. He came out of nowhere, signed, and started playing and played great football. 
I, my game ball goes to Notre Dame girl because I, I yes, we could pick all these beautiful names and all that good stuff, but I'm gonna go with the unsung heroes. Wally, I'm I'm gonna pick up on on your on that topic as far as unsung heroes, guys that fly under the radar. One of the guys that really has been coming on the last couple of weeks is Duran Smythe. He really showed up in this game. I saw him. I think it was in the uh, the drive right before the half. He was just two was just sitting back and just you know taking whatever the defense was giving him and dropping the ball off in the middle to Duran Smythe, and he had a really really good game. And as far as defensively. I, I gotta, I you know what? I gotta give my game ball to Vic Fangio. And that first drive, it wasn't looking too good, but he made his adjustment and pretty much, I, I'd like to say, outside of that final drive where things got a little hairy, he he did a very good job of containing, and uh, of containing and kind of uh, keeping C.D. Lamb under control. And that, and really, the running game really didn't get off the ground at all. So, on that note, let's. Um, I think overall, guys, that, that you know, we we look good. We took care of business, and uh, without going too far into it, I want to start looking ahead. Now that we've actually clinched the playoffs, uh, I want to look ahead to the um, a little bit to to the Ravens because it looks like we're going to be battling them, as it seems, since they beat up on the on the Niners on uh, on Monday night. We're going to be battling them for uh, probably the number one seed, as it turns out. So let's start with uh, let's start with Chad. I know he had some technical difficulties earlier, so we'll start with Chad this time. So the Baltimore Ravens coming off a big win against the 49ers in San Francisco, in Santa Clara, I should say, actually, because they don't play in San Francisco. In Santa Clara, a huge, huge victory for them. They're riding high. They are uh, full of emotion. Big time statement win for them. Um, but I was I was thoroughly unimpressed. I've been thoroughly unimpressed. I went back and watched the last six Baltimore Ravens games, and I was completely unimpressed. Um, they they have a formidable pass rush, but it seems like a lot of the pressures it takes a little time to get there. It's not necessarily immediate unless they're bringing someone extra off the edge and he goes unaccounted for. Um, and offensively, like it's not. It's deceiving in a lot of ways to me um, how they've been able to be as successful as they have been. The the passing attack isn't very potent at all, in my personal opinion. And I, and I just feel like I feel like, bro, honestly, like we're better. We're better than Baltimore. Just simply put, in my opinion, personal opinion, like big win um, against some big teams. They have a bunch of those. But it's still, in my opinion, like I don't feel like they're this unbeatable foe that we're going up against like on the road. A lot of fans are of the mindset that we should be kind of, you know, worried about this matchup. And for me personally, I'm not worried at all. And, and Chad, I, I have to tend to agree with you because one, yes, they're a physical team, but the pressures that they, they have to uh, uh, get is uh, some, I could be wrong. And we'll probably look deeper into their, uh, their number, the numbers, it seems like it's more uh, extra man, a corner blitz, linebacker blitz. It's not really produced in front of their offense, um, their D-line. Now, mind you, they do have an interior guy who's taking advantage and has 12 sacks as an interior defensive lineman. So that is a guy to look out for. But the rest of the guys, to me, don't scare me. They don't. And, and I feel like, you know, if we can control their – 
you know, the blitzes, uh, recognize where it's coming from, and we hold, at least for the amount of time that Tua needs to survey the field, I can't see why we can't win this game. What what I would say about the preview to this to this Raven game, they feel in my mind like a slower version of the Bills to me. And I say that to say they have a mobile quarterback. They have a very uh, – they're good at linebacker, which the, the Bills are good at linebacker. But uh, what they do on offense is more of a lethargic, more of a, a slow try to – beat you over the head with the with the club kind of offense and if we let Lamar become a pocket passer and beat us from the pocket that is a recipe for a W because he does not really want to sit in that pocket and throw the ball I although kind of you know Raven fans might tell you otherwise he wants to be mobile running around you know, when you look at his passing yards, his passing yards are not even in the top 10 for, you know, the guys in the NFL right now. Thank you very much, French. Uh, great points right there. Uh, Coach, I want to go ahead and talk a piggyback on what you were talking about earlier. And it brings me back to a point we made uh, when we had our bye week when I would say involved and evolved. And the, the unsung hero guys are getting involved. And we, we, we see the evol- evolution of this offense. I like that we see Doris Smythe against their linebackers next game against the Ravens. I like my money there. I like my chances. We we added him to the to the to the equation. Now we have Van Ginkle going crazy right now. They don't have a right their, their right tackle we got benched. They had a little situation where the right tackle I saw a game he got benched because he wasn't he liked the mental 42 to play a game. There's a lot of things that from the Ravens that I'm like just like Chad said, I'm I'm not impressed by them, but I respect what they have. But they could be beaten. Like they don't have anything like oh man the old Raven teams, you know, they got a rushing attack. Nah, it's Lamar. It's Lamar plus maybe sometimes a, a quick slant, Zay Flowers, but they don't likely is I don't trust likely. I'm I don't fear the backfield. I don't think the defensive cornerbacks should stay with our players, even if Waddle doesn't go. Real quick, I, I wanna say this. I, I agree with the Smythe with the linebacker, but it has to be the right one. I think Patrick Queen is the guy we should exploit the um during Smythe against I feel if we can get him somehow one-on-one with him, I think that he's the better guy to take to exploit as opposed to Roquan Smith, yeah, which I think on, is man. a better core coverage linebacker. But I, I agree. I think we need to utilize more Durham Smythe um, in this game. Even Claypool. Like, Maybe let, Hill. Yeah. Like, I, like, I want to implement the tight ends, man. I, I really, I, you know what? I'm waiting on – on the running back pass ca- uh, pass package that I have yet to see. And maybe he's saving it for the playoffs, but we saw A-Chain landing up as a slot wide receiver when Waddle went down. He's he's like a, he was like a like the, the backup slot, like it seems like. Wally, to piggyback off that, I think Mike's holding back. Obviously, he's holding back some stuff for, for, the, for the playoffs. We haven't really seen uh, that much of uh, the running backs being isolated with linebackers out of the backfield. We haven't really seen too much of that. Um, I will say that um, as far as defensively, you're going to have to put a spy on, on Lamar. I don't know if it, who it's going to be, if it probably, <laughs> it's probably likely going to be uh, probably Duke Riley. And uh, and that pass rush, you know, you guys made a good point with that. Uh, I think, what is it, the right tackle, Wally? And said he, you know, so we should the defensive line should do a good job. The whole idea is to be able to contain Lamar and not let him break out of the backfield, and that's how he he hurt us last year. 
Uh, so that's going to be key. I don't know what Fangio is going to do. I'm sure, you know, he's, he's, he's a seasoned veteran defensive coordinator and he knows what he's doing. So we got to kind of trust the process to see how, how that, how that rolls. Overall, just a super excited for this matchup. Um, a big time game against a big time opponent on the road. We have a, a great opportunity to kill this narrative about being able to beat above uh, 500 teams. You know what I mean? Like, we, we've done it, but if we really want to put it to bed, we have to finish strong to end the season, and it starts this Sunday in Baltimore at the bank. Two is the bank teller. Run it up.